0: Other times, we may need to request more so we can get the bigger picture. But the more data we have, then we are able to have our initial recommendations. And then as we go on, we try to tweak them until we see those good positive outcomes.
1: You have more power over your health than what you've been told. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast. I'm Maya Acosta, and I'm passionate about finding healthy lifestyle solutions to support optimal human health. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase longevity in a big way. Let's get started. So welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, myself, Maya Acosta. Today, I had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Melissa Mandela. She is a plant-based physician. She is triple board certified, actually. I'll tell you a little bit more about her, but we had a conversation about Her practice called Planted Forward. It's a telemedicine practice, and she gave us a presentation in the middle of the interview where we got to know the other providers that are part of her practice. And then also, We start off by learning about her own health issues and how she herself was a patient. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Melissa Mandela. She's a holistic plant-based physician, nutrition and wellness expert. She is a health coach, mental health advocate and a recipe inventor. I've actually heard her say that she's very passionate about screening for depression as part of her mental health training. Dr. Melissa Mandela is a Southern California native and double, well, now she's triple board certified in family medicine, lifestyle medicine, and now psychiatry. She obtained her medical degree from Chicago Medical School and Masters of Health Administration. She completed her family medicine residency and the first lifestyle medicine fellowship from Loma Linda University Health. She was awarded the lifestyle medicine diplomat specialist from the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. She has a special focus on mental health has completed the primary care psychiatry fellowship. She's the co-owner of Dr. Lifestyle and co-president of Planted Forward, a premier multiple special telehealth group. Dr. Melissa Mandela is, like I said, now primary care psychiatry. She's one of the first and youngest nationally recognized lifestyle medicine fellows and is a strong community health advocate. She serves as faculty at Loma Linda University Preventative Lifestyle Medicine Department, which is one of the blue zones for longevity. She currently sits on the American College of Lifestyle Medicine Board of Directors and is a diplomat of lifestyle medicine. She planted seeds of change in the community through lecturing at local medical school vegfests and virtual summits. She has devoted decades of volunteer work in underserved communities in California and internationally, and she has been featured in popular media such as Forbes, local news outlets, and social media. She prioritizes lifestyle modifications to optimize health. Her passion is educating and empowering healthy living and cooking. I had such a wonderful conversation with Dr. Melissa Mandela. I can't wait for you to hear it. Please let me know what you think about this conversation. And like I said, she's going to guide you through how you can get started in becoming a patient of hers. All the links are provided in the show notes for Planted Forward and for Dr. Melissa Mandela's social media as well. So welcome, Dr. Melissa Mandela.
0: Hi, Maya. It's so good to reconnect. Happy, happy new year to you. 2022 is here and... I know we've been through uh, many seasons, but you know, lifestyle, medicine, and plant-based living has just been your passion. So thank you for having me on the show.
1: Yes, it's an honor to have you. And I did say that I was going to do sort of a series of all your practitioners that are part of the Planted Forward program, telemedicine, telehealth program. And so we'll start off this series with you says you are one of the founders. And so before we touch on that, I know you have a short presentation about it. Let's start from the beginning. Let's talk with you. Some of our listeners may not be familiar with your story. But it you basically took this path of plant based nutrition and then lifestyle medicine because of some health issues that you had as well.
0: Yes, no, thank you. I truly believe when it comes to health, sometimes it takes you by surprise. Sometimes it takes you to the point where you become the patient. And that really was the story for me as a young, I would say, teenager. You know, I was really active. I loved to exercise. I loved to dance. I was a cheerleader. And I also loved food. I was a big foodie. And so I had a really, I would say, With food and health, I thought it was very, very important. At the same time, when you're a teenager, you just want to eat everything. And then I would, (laughs) funny stories are, I would cheerlead with other football, basketball players, and we would just have contests. And little did I know was I was just having tons of symptoms. Like I would get the reflux, the bloating sensation. Of course, I was eating tons of pizza and hot dogs and chips and hot Cheetos and cup of noodles. The things that I see as a doctor now that are just cocktail for constipation, to be honest. <laughs> Little kids aren't able to have stools for weeks. And same thing with adults for days, and that's really unhealthy. Um, As a teenager, I saw my symptoms evolve. Not only did I have that issue, I noticed I had bouts of loose stools. And you know, when in your 20s, no one really likes to talk about their health. It's not a hot topic. You just enjoy life. And that time I just noticed every time I would eat certain foods, my stomach would ache. I wasn't able to handle some of the regular foods that I used to eat. And I really just thought, well, it's just the same thing, right? Just the spiciness. That's all. I just need to cut down the spiciness. And you know what? That worked maybe just a little bit, maybe for a couple days, a few weeks. But then I knew that there was something more and more because my symptoms just kept evolving in my 20s to my 30s where... I noticed that it was just more loose stools. And it wasn't just because of a hard final or a midterm or that stress response. It was just becoming more and more apparent. And so I knew that my health was something I couldn't ignore. And that's why, you know, I did go, I was a psychology major in college, which I love the mental health component and the doctor-patient relationship, which is what I studied during that time and health psychology. But I sought out medicine because I was kind of just trying to solve not only my issues, but the issues when it comes to health and nutrition, because I felt food directly impacted my life. And I wanted to see if I can solve the missing pieces. I went into medical school with all my symptoms and still noticed that I wasn't getting better. I knew I had to do a little bit more. And then medical school also didn't have all the answers. I knew about the diagnosis. So I self-diagnosed myself with irritable bowel syndrome at that time and saw some doctors and they confirmed, and they also noticed, there's a big connection here. For me, I noticed my mood was affected, my performance, my attention when I didn't eat healthy. And when I say healthy, I didn't realize the flip side, not until residency at Loma Linda, that I could have this potential to not have loose stools, not have bloating and just from simple foods. And that was because I transformed to whole food plant-based diet. And that's when I knew the whole food plant-based diet was The clinical therapeutic prescription for me that I was looking for. I was offered medications before, and you know, I myself, when you think about irritable bowel syndrome, there's 90% of our gut and is based on nerves, neurotransmitters, and hormones. And I didn't know how there was a deep relationship between the brain and the gut. And so when I was just unraveling and piecing things together, I realized that not only did I need to have a whole food plant-based site, but also the exercise. I became more and more active, regular, routinely, three to four times a week. I protected my sleep. And then I realized at the same time I needed to manage my stress better. And thankfully that came in the form of meditation and other methods. And so I truly thought plant-based was the way to go. And I convinced my husband to join me too. (laughs) And he also had so he has autoimmune disease with gout and other arthritis, and literally it was day and night, meaning I told him we have to try it. And it just became, I would say, everything that we do is based on that because we just want to show patients that this is a way to heal and it is sustainable for a lifetime.
1: So you were a patient yourself. <laughs> and so before you even entered Loma Linda, you were already aware, hmm, certain foods are contributing to my IBS and IBD. And also, of course, we know that stress contributes highly to it. You got Dr. Micah Yu, who's also been on the show, you got him on board. And then you sort of started moving towards wanting to teach this to patients. And you pursue that whole field of lifestyle medicine. Could you also tell our listeners how active you are with the American College of Lifestyle Medicine?
0: Yes, thank you. So during my residency, I got quickly involved in professionals and health training. So these are trainees who are not only eager about lifestyle medicine, but want to grow it. And so we call it planting seeds of change and becoming catalysts because we know that there's a deficiency of lifestyle medicine in medical schools and residencies. So we wanted to be able to elevate that message. And so I was a secretary for that. I became a president. And then I also got elected for board of directors about two plus years ago. So I'm in that seat to really push forward the policies, the culture, the healthcare systems, and from either the grassroots or the top-down level. And it's just been a joy because we have so many members in ACLm thousands and thousands, all globally, literally, and internationally. And it's just been a warm family. That's how we met, Maya. <laughs> and it's just great to know that there's faces and there's hearts to this. And I would say it's just been so rewarding because, you know, in the pandemic, there's a lot of chaos and division. But here, you just feel so welcomed and so safe, non-judgmental environment. I was
1: wondering also, in terms of support, I know that for me, it was very difficult to enter this pandemic and feeling like I dropped all the people that I felt I was supporting with our in-person events here in Dallas. So now we're living kind of like this hybrid virtual experience, right, where we're still offering support through podcasts, videos, interviews, and now telemedicine. And I've been wanting to encourage my listeners and really just people in the area to really understand how beneficial telemedicine is. So if we can talk a little bit about Planted Forward,
0: was this idea already in your mind before the pandemic? Yeah, it it truly was. When it comes to access to healthcare, most of the time people don't go to their doctors until it's too late, until they have the A lot of severe symptoms, sometimes people till near death experience. And it takes not only a lot of convincing to have them go to the clinic, but also there's tons of wait times. People are who are busy, moms are workers, and most of the time our health is at the bottom of the list. And we knew that we had to do better. We had to be in a way where we can bring convenience and access so that patients can find time and really out of their own home in the busyness of their schedule. And of course, when it comes to opportunities to serve in different states and in different countries, I know plant-based doctors are very few. on I say everyone's a gem in this space because people are still hard time to find a provider to support the treatment plan. A lot of doctors out there may go straight to a medication rather than let's start talk about lifestyle. And even if they mention eat fruits and vegetables, it's really, I would say, not enough. Well, I think there has to be a lot of extra dedicated time to this in order to build strategy and motivations so we can see lifestyle change. So it requires some frequency. So the planted forward in a nutshell, I would say is definitely something been on our hearts and our minds for quite some time. And I think it was just a matter of finding that opportunity opportunity and the timing and then gathering like minded health professionals to join the team. And you have an amazing team. So I know that I'll be interviewing
1: everyone in the team with the exception of Dr. Vanessa Mendez right now. But you know, I had the opportunity to speak with Amanda Sevilla and just such a wonderful personality. I think you've done such a wonderful job of putting together this group of providers. And you do have sort of a presentation that you want to share with our listeners. Is that right?
0: Yes, thank you. Yes, so I'll get settled and I'll share my screen. And I would just like to take you back in time and kind of show the foundations and let me know, Maya, when you see this. Okay. So, just to give you a snapshot of Planted Ford, I would say the mission, the vision of Planted Ford is really to come together as physicians, dietitians, fitness health coaches and beyond and when i say beyond is really a collaboration of people who are noticing in their own healthcare systems where it's there are a challenge to bring this type of healthcare and access to the patients so we came together to Come because we know it takes a team. It's not just one visit. It's not just one person. And I just love our ladies because we're just all hardworking, diligent, and humble because we know there's so much to learn in the integrative lifestyle and research space. We know that this is evidence-based, but we also know that we have to keep up. We have to keep up with medications when they're indicated. We have to keep up with guidelines as they evolve. And so this is, I would say, our team, and we're all encompassing whole person care. So that's whole mind, body, soul, everything about us, because we know that physical, emotional, spiritual health is all important. And Planted Forward is really based on doing a hybrid of all of that. So when it comes to our whole person, we don't like to isolate. And when it comes to the specialists that we have, we're excited. So we'll kind of take you one by one. So Dr. Vanessa Mendez, she's our gastroenterologist. She's now triple boarded. It's amazing. Internal medicine, GI and lifestyle medicine. And she also is an IBD specialist. And so she's, both of us are co-presidents and she is a great force when it comes to showing the practicality of lifestyle medicine, and even helping to get people off their medications if indicated and if safe. And then Dr. Nicole Harkin is our preventive cardiologist. She's amazing as well. She has another board in lipidology, which is those who specialize on... Sometimes we have people who have high cholesterol or borderline cholesterol, but they may have early heart disease and disease that requires intervention. And that intervention, can be lifestyle medicine. So she's great in catching that. And She's wonderful, wealth of knowledge. And then we have our two registered dietitians. We have Amanda Sevilla, which Maya did interview. And she is great because she has a special emphasis in intuitive eating. And also when I say into eating disorders, mental health, and then yoga and meditation, she's kind of all the realms of emotional spirituality in the realms of lifestyle medicine. And then we have Natalie Castro. She's a registered dietitian and she focuses on GI disorders, for example, Crohn's, IBD, even I would say autoimmune conditions such as thyroid. And I would say she's a great resource. And we're most excited as well for Jackie, our health coach. She's also part of Plant Chicks, but she's a great part of our team because she was offering, I would say, group classes. And so she's going to be starting those. It's a 12 week group class and it's really, I would say, affordable. Once again, I think a lot of times we need that accountability and frequent follow up. And she's someone to not only get you pumped up for health, but also challenge you to continue to push forward, continue to stay focused. And then of course, we've all been there as patients. I think that's the beauty of it. We are all people who struggle with our own health conditions, who have overcome it. And we have this empathy for those who may have had it. And time and time again, I think our patients are just thankful because we not only spend more time, but we educate, we take time to counsel because often our patients are left with questions unanswered. So we're here to help support that. So this is our team. And once again, we focus on the pillars of Planted Forward, which is Plant Forward, which means sometimes I would say our patients struggle going 100% whole food plant-based, but that doesn't mean we don't support you. And that doesn't mean we don't welcome you. This is not a full vegan practice, meaning we don't only serve vegans, we serve everyone. And as long as I say plants are at the center of your meal, you're making great progress. And then integrative, as I mentioned, and so if that's through meditation and guided supplements that are indicated, and then telehealth, and then community. And I would say community is just huge because many times patients feel alone and isolated. Their mental health kicks in and they may not even want to take their medications or prepare their meals. I would say the biggest issue with mental health is that not only are, I would say, there's statistics that that 55.7 million people are are the ones who actually are having some type of mental health conditions. And those are the number of visits that end up going to the primary care visits and not necessarily all taken care of, meaning they end up sometimes going to the emergency room. So 4.9 people or the number of visits are because of mental health conditions. And then essentially, the sad thing is 45,000 or more have suicide, commit suicide. And so that's the end stage, right? So deaths of any form from cardiovascular disease, from complications, from digestive issues, but also mental health. So our goal is for people to live long and healthy, minimize death, minimize ER visits, and really provide access. And the community helps because they know where to find us and we want to be able to support them. So our core values are evidence-based. So we look at the research, we go find articles, We are up to date and with the Lifestyle and Integrative Medicine, we know these practices have been around for, let's say, centuries if we think about it. And now it's just bringing it to the forefront where it is a daily prescription where you can benefit from taking it daily or twice a day. And knowing that there's continuity, knowing that we would love to continue to follow up and partner up with you because that's how we get lifelong change is really Having not only the tools and showing you how, but also checking up on labs, making sure we see the results, cholesterol and diabetes, hypertension improving, your mood improving, your bloating and your constipation, diarrhea, any of those. Those are all important, I would say, signs for us to understand what the body is doing when it comes to the gut microbiome and the brain. And so our vision statement we like to say is, telehealth access to specialized providers. So many of our providers focus not only on lifestyle medicine and integrative medicine, but they have a special, I would say if it's GI or cardio, but also a specific focus, specific population. And I think that's where it really the magic happens because you're able to know that you're getting very specialized care. And When it comes to community, also, once again, we all like to share our patient stories with each other so we can not only learn from each other as doctors, which we're always learning, but then also create customized, personalized plans for everyone. And then we are definitely one of the first national integrated plant-based multi-specialty clinic for our patients. And because we include the diversity in our, I would say, health professional System within planted forward, so that's integrative providers, physicians, and registered dietitians and health coaches. So, um, all together, I would say we love, like I said, bringing this all. This is kind of a. A repeat of the previous slide, but it's really just bringing support and knowing that it is a very human experience. There are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be times when our family may not understand or we have to travel or there are some busyness in our schedule, but we want to be able to show that this is real and this is possible and your health matters. So what makes us different is once again, we incorporate whole health, so medicine, nutrition, fitness, and emotional well-being and then we also want to understand that as a patient, we want to be there and partner up with you, be your ally, be your advocate, guide you, and then just demonstrate what our expert opinion is and see. Because I know most patients have that gut instinct as well, what is best for their health. They've learned from their own experiences what foods may or may not be helping them. And definitely people can try plant-based on their own, but sometimes it takes, I would say, a little bit more directions to know what to do, especially if you're taking medications, how to properly taper off of them, and when to appropriately get labs. And so that's what we are here for, to really empower our patients, just have this shared decision making. So a lot of times it's easy to say, go run (laughs) five miles a day. And really, maybe our patients could only do five steps. And you know, I started there too. I actually didn't like running (laughs) at all. as a person who skipped out on PE. And and then I learned to enjoy walking, enjoy biking, running. And then I've done a couple half marathons and 5Ks and you would just be surprised. And it's not about reaching for those medals or those, I would say in our mind, we think exercise is something that we place as if it we have to be Olympians or athletes. But really, it's not about that. It's really one step at a time, one breath at a time that is increases our cardiovascular capacity and increases our fitness, but also decreases our stress and even decreases our insulin resistance. So everything, all our systems can improve. So we like to call this shared decision-making. And I also would say, a lot of our providers even have this coaching element within amongst them where they are just finding ways to motivate our patients and bring confidence back into their health and into their life. So, our areas of expertise, as I said once again, is really to treat everyone like their family, like a dear friend, and that's quality patient care. So, we go above and beyond for our patients when it comes to education, when it comes to giving handouts, when it comes to providing. Access and where you don't have to wait six months to a year to see a specialist. You can actually see them within the same, I would say, week to a month at least. I know Dr. Vanessa Mendes is filling up, but I know that we're also excited to bring on new, I would say, health providers too um, for the second phase. So we're excited about that. And when it comes to, I would say, a multidisciplinary approach, that's just so important because. I would say each person, especially like I would say Jackie, she's great at fitness and she has great exercise tips. So whenever we see a need, we try to pass it on to someone who has best, I would say, training and background. And here are services. As I mentioned, our specialty care. So we have a variety of physicians that we are have present. I focus on primary care psychiatry, which is basically focusing on people who have depression, anxiety. Sometimes people have ADHD or OCD, bipolar. And I would say sometimes these things are un diagnose sometimes they are things that we have to further evaluate and sometimes it's a direct impact of their food for example a lot of artificial foods that have MSG sugars and stimulants that can alter our brain Uh, And and almost there are studies that actually say MSG with high doses, frequent doses, that it almost looks like they are more anxious, more aggressive to the point where they can be misdiagnosed with schizophrenia. But really, it's the food. And so we just have to be very careful with the foods. I would say that is the first step that I work on is the foods, then the exercise, because exercise is medicine. 30 minutes of exercise is equivalent to an antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. And then we get into the other elements of lifestyle medicine. So we're just excited where our next steps will be in terms of recruiting more physicians. And then we're excited that not only we have a registered dietitian, we have lifestyle coaches who focus on weight loss, addiction, and nutrition, but also that we are in a place where we get to work as a team. So I'm just going to jump to this slide that says how to book an appointment. So literally you can find us by typing in www.plantedfor.com and just read through that, get to know us even more, see who's best fit to you, where we're licensed in, I know our providers can serve internationally, so that's a great thing. Vanessa Mendez, she has different states that she can practice in, and that is going to be California, Florida, Indiana, and I know she has a couple more, so please just check the website. And then Dr. Nicole Harkin, she is California and New York and Florida, and then I am um, in California and Florida. And so we definitely are going to be trying to serve more and more states. And and hopefully Texas, that's where you're from, Amaya. Uh, and as we have more demand, we're going to be getting more state licenses. And definitely RDs can serve many more states. And then our health coaches can serve pretty much any state in the U.S. So once you're on our website, go ahead and click new patient, sign up into the registration process. And then there we'll be happy to serve you. And yes, do you have any questions for me, Maya? Definitely.
1: I think I'm so glad that you covered this presentation because you answered a lot of the questions already that I had. You said that you started this practice because you really had in mind patients not having necessarily having access to health care. And I do understand that, you know, whether it's individuals that are low income and can't afford, say, insurance. And so I have a couple of questions about that. And also maybe just transportation. Just because they live in the city doesn't mean that they can actually go and see their doctors. And I know this. My husband sometimes has cancellations because the patients cannot get to him. So I did have a couple of questions regarding telemedicine, just to kind of paint a better picture, telehealth. So what are some of the kind of fears or concerns that people have about telemedicine? Do you have anything off the bat that you can
0: share with us? Definitely. So most common, I would say questions or fears are technology. Um, Technology is um, thinking about reliable Wi-Fi. Can they do it from a laptop or their phone? How much privacy do they have? Sometimes we get patients who meet us in their home or at work or in their car. I would say you definitely don't want to be driving and doing this appointment. But, um, I've had some of those. I said, please pull over. And I would say it's definitely convenient, but I would say the best way is to understand our telemedicine platforms are HIPAA compliant. They're safe. Sometimes we go from a video to a phone call because Wi-Fi connections. But I would say our system has been just really really reliable but we make it happen literally there are times where patients just prefer phone call and that's okay because of either social anxiety or even, I would say, technology anxiety, and that is very, very real. I've had patients like that, and we find ways to accommodate. And as long as they're putting the information in that our EMR, which is you know registering their name and answering some medical questions, and we get to do an interview and an assessment, and so I think. That's the beauty. We get to be really with them and present with them. And of course, people fear about because now everything is more, I would say, virtual. They don't have to go park and find parking, pay for parking. They save money on that. And then the transportation thing, I would say it's just more convenient to do it when you have maybe... Your caregiver to many kids and other relatives, and you just can't leave the house. So, this is just a quick way, or especially when people travel, they love this. They can still keep their. What a great point that you just
1: made. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're at, as long as you have access to a computer. And also, you talked about the benefits of telehealth. So, you don't have to travel, park, the hassle of going into the building, but also you avoid the waiting rooms. And that's kind of like where I'm not too happy hanging out a lot of times. So just to kind of understand the process a little bit. So my husband recently told me that LabCorp now allows you to request tests and uh, without a doctor's visit. So I did this whole thing where I drew my panels like I just wanted to start off the year with labs because I'm going to do some challenges on my own. And so I just went to the LabCorp after I paid for everything online and then Riz kind of went over my (laughs) labs And so is that sort of what you would do with a patient? So when you first start off, you order, you have your initial consultation, you talk about what's going on. And then from that, you would probably say, these are the labs that we need to draw. Can you kind of walk us a little bit through that process?
0: Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. So once patients register, once you register, you fill out some questionnaires, you fill out. So insurance, we still take, I would say insurance in terms of labs and medications and referrals. We are a cash practice. Um, I really say the value comes in the time and our specialty, but also it is a health investment. And when you do all the math and calculations, there's so much out-of-pocket expenses anyways with insurance companies, there's co-pays, and you end up just paying more and more, not necessarily because you're healthy or unhealthy, but it's because how the insurance system is built. And we just like to say, we our goal is to get people healthy and minimize eventually the medications and minimize the labs. But in the beginning, I would say, definitely signing up and registering, definitely answering the questions. And then we go through an evaluation where we order those set of labs. There are some patients who already have labs because we serve as their second and third opinion at times. And so they may have that. And we definitely welcome that even if the patients have medical records for us to go through. Other times we may need to request more so we can get the bigger picture. But the more data we have, then we are able to have our initial, I would say, recommendations. And then as we go on, we try to tweak them until we see those good positive outcomes.
1: Thank you so much for sharing that. And I just kind of, in defense of this whole system, what you were talking about, the limitations that insurance companies have, unfortunately, that is what changed the practice of medicine, right? These insurance companies, and I understand this so much better, because my husband explains the business model behind that. And I just want to say that when people do have these issues, they bring them up about paying cash is that with insurance companies, you are very limited to the access that you have with your physician. Also, you are limited in terms of the education that your physician has. What you're offering is not only that your entire team is well trained and informed within lifestyle medicine, but they also are sort of like coaches in the sense that they take you to the next step. You don't just diagnose an individual and write a prescription, you guide them through these lifestyle changes so that they can improve their health. It's a whole investment in one's health. It's not just a doctor visit once a year and you're done. So you're paying for people that are on your side to help you to optimize your health. And so it's definitely worth it. I'm very excited. Congratulations on this practice that you put together.
0: Yes. No, thank you, Maya. You just said it so well. Most of the time, people see their doctors maybe once a year. They're I would say primary care physician is maybe once a year. But if I would do a survey and I really want to see if there's a study, I have some patients who haven't seen a doctor for 10 to 15 years. And that's kind of the average. And and I can't imagine how our healthcare system is just limited right now, it could be less and less and their specialists. You know, we recommend maybe every one year, every six months for at times, but sometimes end up being seeing specialists every three, five years, 10 years, I've had patients like that, they haven't seen their GI cardiologist, even though they truly have medications given by them, or they've had a diagnosis that requires follow up. And no one has checked, no one has gotten imaging, no one has been able to see. And literally our labs can change instantly. When I say instantly, some people say, oh, it'll change in six months to a year. But there are trends, you can follow them even in two weeks, even day by day. Sometimes these electrolytes are changing. And so it's so important to really be in the know. And that's how I really think we overcome this pandemic is really taking charge of our health, being aware of what we're doing when it comes to how we eat, how we move, our stress levels, how we sleep. These are truly the foundations and it really does impact our labs. It impacts how we are susceptible to other diseases and re- either increasing or reducing the risk of chronic disease as well.
1: So it's like we're going back to the original idea of what a physician was at one time, our family doctor. Back in the day when we would actually say "My doctor," it really was like a family doctor in a small town. We had stronger relationship with our physicians many years ago. And when we take that insurance company and all that kind of the way Western medicine is practiced, when we kind of remove that a little bit, and you have created this model where you're coming back to support the uh, patients. So you are becoming actually their doctor, you're invested in their health. It's not just, you know, we talked about it. It's not just 15 minutes once a year. It's you're checking up on them, and you're just supporting them. It's a support system that you have put together.
0: Yeah, so we spend about a whole hour with patients, which we can cover so much in that many complaints in different systems and really coming up with that strategy. So
1: you said, just to kind of reiterate about your background, when you were interested in psychology and you've gone back now for additional training, for you, you're very passionate about screening for depression. That's absolutely important for you, which not a lot of physicians have time to do either in 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, so depression, anxiety, PTSD, these are just so, so important. So I screen it at the first visit, but every couple months as well, because I just have a sense when the mood is off when they're lacking support. And I don't just blame it on the pandemic. It's yes, the pandemic has doubled and tripled the amount of anxiety and depression rates. But I would say it's to the point where at times I say that's the first thing we treat through a lifestyle approach is the mood. And so I have a big passion for that. And I would say, going back to the other question that you mentioned earlier, I did have a patient who I used to serve in the FQHC system and the FQHC system are for people really below the power line who lack access and lack the care. And it was just so rewarding to serve her because her A1C was between nine and 10 and she followed a whole food plant based diet and began to exercise. She had her smoothie. She was so, so motivated and literally it only took her two months to see that A1C normalized from 9 and 10 to 8 down to 6 and a 5. And she literally was so nice. I maybe just two or three visits and she took it very, very seriously. And I think for her, having that sense of Importance and hope, and how there's something that you can do at your own fingertips, brought that to her attention. She was able to make changes very, very quickly. But she also needed the support because she ended up getting um thyroid issues, autoimmune issues, insomnia, pain issues. And I, I kind of, I really, really missed her. And it was almost two years. And then she followed me into my own practice here in Orange County. But the thing is, she said, "You're." She told me, you know, she saved almost all her dollars. It was so, so sweet. She saved so much money because she said that this type of care is worth it. And I think it's just a testament, not to me, but just to the type of care that's needed when it comes to these complex situations, health is complex. And one pill is really not always the answer.
1: Yes. And even people who can't afford insurance and have access to medical care and everything, they don't necessarily taking care of themselves either. So I think in many ways, you are like coaches, you encourage people, you inspire people, you know, and I believe in investing in coaches, I have two coaches right now. And because I've put my spirituality and my mental health on the top of my list in terms of how important it is to take care of myself. And so it's transformational what's happening in my own life because I decided to invest in my mental health. And that's why I value having conversations with you because I know that is so important to you. Do you have a final message as we're starting to wrap things up? Is there something else that you'd like for our listeners to know about you or do you have a message for them?
0: Yeah, I would like to just... Once again, I love your personal story, Maya, how you are prioritizing your health and mental health. And I always say that it's worth it every single time. Your future self will thank you when you realize, well, I have more clarity, I feel more energy and I'm not depleted in my resources when it comes to health resources. Sometimes we're so burned out and it burned out by listening to the news, we're burned out by family and friends and even our own tasks and accomplishments that we don't create that healthy space for ourselves to heal, to have that cushion to, for example, this morning, I literally was able to make my smoothies and have meals at a proper time. And really, those are the foundations. We can't help others if we can't help ourselves. And I would say that's, I think, my biggest message is take care of yourself and love yourself and be compassionate to yourself. And Once again, I'm really excited that we continue to support each other because we are a great family, one happy family, and we know that literally it's one lifestyle at a time and one day at a time, and we'll get through it.
1: Dr. Melissa Mandela, it's always a pleasure to have you on our show. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Maya. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave us an honest review on Apple Podcasts that helps us to spread our message. Thanks for listening.